0: We, we took a bit of a break. We are your hosts. This is Nicole. And Armani here. Yes. And uh, coming back off of our, our nice little break and hiatus, we have a special guest with us. Nathan is here as well. Hello. <laughs> so, this episode, we are going to talk about a couple things that uh, just recently happened. We're going to talk about PlayStation State of Play because that literally just happened a couple hours ago and then we're also going to talk about the game awards which is set to air in two days so we're going to go over our choice like the nominations and what our picks are so kind of just jumping into a state of play okay actually before we go into this one thing I wanted to kind of do was get out there because I don't know if we ever talked about this before Armani is kind of let people know what kind of gamers we are because like for me like I'm a completionist who doesn't complete shit (laughs) (laughs) I trophy hunt I look for things but I don't know when the last time I finished a game was I think Far Cry 5 it's like the or Red Dead I finished Red Dead too, but like I am terrible at actually finishing games so like Armani where would you put this on that
1: I feel like I don't complete games either but I really own right I just don't have the time I don't have the time to finish a game and when I play a game I kind of want to get straight to the point like I don't watch I don't watch cutscenes. I love Kingdom Hearts skipped every single cutscene. um MLB is my game. That's it. I get to go in there, play a couple rounds, and that's fine. That's it. I'm satisfied.
0: <laughs> and Nathan, what kind of game would you describe yourself
2: as? Uh, I play everything, and I complete the games that speak to me, and if you don't speak to me, then I usually abandon you pretty quick. So, I, I mean, like I'm looking at my recent stack right now, it's like Madden, FIFA, Control, Death Stranding, Days Gone. I mean, I just play whatever comes to, to pass. I was playing Call of Duty before we jumped on this thing, so... <laughs> I'll take it back. Uh, I did finish Call of Duty, so. If a game, if, a, if I enjoy my time with the game, I'm going to push through to, to try to finish that game. If I don't, then I have no problem letting it go. But so, I don't have, like, genres or anything I attach myself to. So, you, did you, you completed Control, right? Yes, did you, I did. Okay. I'm, like, two away from a Platinum in that game, and I have every intention of Platinuming that over Christmas break, so damn see like i
0: don't know i don't actually know i think i've ever actually flattened the game like because i just once i put stuff down and like walk away it takes me like if something else comes out so much shit has just come out like it took me forever to get back to spider-man because i was playing red dead i did finish spider-man though spider-man
1: and outlast i feel are the only games i've actually just completed all the way through and right now i'm trophy hunting in spider-man i got like three more things to do before i'm done
0: okay i just kind of wanted
1: to get that out of the way
0: wait nathan did you finish uh days gone
2: Uh, no, (laughs) not not even close. Ah, okay, so I need (laughs) to do that. Also, I'm proud of Armani for finishing Outlast. I played that game for two hours and threw my controller at the wall and walked away. (laughs) It's like, nope, no thank you.
1: I'm working on Outlast 2 right now, but that first hour of the game, I was like, yeah, no, I can't do it. Even with the lights on.
2: They got that new co-op one coming out, which looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm interested in that one, though, because Outlast with Friends could be fun.
1: I haven't even seen any trailers for that yet, so I'm excited for that.
0: Man of Madon is, is co-op poor. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is that I mean, like um Dead by like Day? Until
0: Dawn. Oh, Until Dawn. There we go. Yeah, All it's right. like that style. So I just kind of wanted to get that out of the way as we kind of went into the our choices. Well, before we went into our choices for like uh, the Game Awards, just so people kind of had an idea of where we are coming from and like how we <laughs> how we play things. So kind of starting off with the state of play. Um, it was about twenty minutes this morning, and it led off with a Untitled Goose Game is coming to PlayStation. Was anybody else excited about that besides me? Is that a retro game? Right. Is- it came out this year. Oh, I mean, I'm- I ain't that old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I wasn't excited for your hunting game.
2: It's not a hunting goose
1: game. game. It couldn't keep my attention, so no, I'm not excited for it.
2: I mean, it's cool because it opens that game up to a bigger audience, and I'm happy for that. Because that is a cool game. I get why people like it. It's not my style, but it does open it up to a bigger audience because it was like a Switch and PC exclusive forever. So yeah. more people that can play good games, the better. That's how I stand by that. Like, it wasn't exciting. It wasn't the way I would have started it, but hey, I don't make these decisions. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>.
0: <laughs> i think that game just had like such a little um like there were so many memes and it was like just it was something cute and different and since it was a, a switch exclusive and i don't have a switch at the moment so i didn't get to play it and there was so many like the untitled goose game with uh i think death Stranding had a little thing with the untitled goose game resident evil people were putting that goose somehow into resident evil it was it was weird but they, the they put resident
2: evil into monster hunter so i don't even know how they did that
0: <laughs> that's crazy that's, that's one game I just couldn't I, I I'm trash at Monster Hunter. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, next up Dreams got a release date for uh, February 14th. Anybody looking forward to Dreams?
2: I'm I'm super excited to play the media molecule content. Like I play every time I can't decide what game I want to play, I just put Dreams on and just play user games for a couple hours cuz it's something stupid and fun to do. But I'm really excited to have some developer created story driven content on there just to kind of actually really explore the different tool sets of that game.
0: I am excited about that too. I tried making, like I'm playing through the tutorial of how to make games. It's it's a real like lesson in creation. Like it's it's pretty, pretty exciting. Armani, have you time. played Dreams at all?
1: I haven't played Dreams, but I've watched people play Dreams and it seems fun. Or make things in Dreams? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen people make their games. Like TJ was making beats basically on the other day on um, the PlayStation. Yeah. So it seems interesting. I understand the appeal and it's fun, but again, just not my cup of tea. Mm, Okay.
0: Super liminal VR uh, has a 2020 release date. So no official, like full date, but that game looked trippy as hell.
2: Yeah. It looked really cool. I like the way they, they use the perspective thing where you can make stuff bigger or smaller, or create objects just by the way you look like lining up different perspectives. So yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun game for VR. Um, I, it's got some Porter vibes, some Stanley Parable vibes to it. So that's always a good thing. Those are fun games. I like that kind of sarcastic, scientific humor and point of view type of stuff. So I Yeah, mean,
1: and in a way, it kind of reminded me of Hello Neighbor. That's the vibe no, that I no, got no. from it. Hello Neighbor is triggering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Again. Hello Neighbor. Finished Hello
0: Neighbor, though. We did finish Hello Neighbor. <laughs> With you know, no never played that game, so. It's Oh, my God. You There's you need it's it's sad that you have to google walkthroughs because there's literally like nothing that tells you to go from this thing to this thing there's nothing that drives it forward so you like well, what the fuck am I supposed to do next and we had to look at you and the thing was we got it when it first came out so they changed it and the updates changed it so like YouTube walkthroughs were no longer accurate mm-hmm. which was crazy and but it's 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 fun it's not for kids
2: Sounds like it's frustrating frustrating, Honestly, huh <laughs> So that sounds incredibly frustrating. Yeah, I
0: don't know
2: it, if I'd be about that. <laughs> it was
0: um, Paper Beasts, another VR game.
1: That's what I'm excited for. I really, really, I enjoy the way that game looks. It looks like one of those games that you can really just sit there and it's relaxing, and you just have a good time. You just have fun. So that's what I'm excited for.
2: I like the manipulation aspects of like being able to ma- manipulate the beasts and the environments and whatnot, but. I don't know, maybe because it was 7.30 in the morning, or 7 in the morning.
0: <laughs>
2: That's right. Okay, yeah, you, you do have
0: that time difference. I, why was it, so,
2: yeah, it being that early was, was kind of. I don't of, know, but I was like, I don't know what's going on right now, and I just want to get to stuff that I care about, <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is getting some uh, Kingdom Hearts Remind DLC, comes out January 23rd. I think there's just so much going on with Kingdom Hearts that I don't know, again, I
1: don't watch cutscenes, so I don't know what's going on. I'm here for the gameplay. So I'm excited. I'll be playing it. I'll play it. You get it. I'll play it.
0: <laughs> like I said, you get it. I'll play it. <laughs> i <getting> that shit. <laughs> you can buy it with your own money. <laughs> Nathan, are you, are, are you play Kingdom Hearts?
2: Yo, so I played through Kingdom Hearts for the first time ever over the last year. Uh, one and two. I guess I played Birth by Sleep on PSP because we bought everything you could for PSP. Because good games were good games. But uh, I, I could, the, the one thing I will give the Remind DLC is the biggest knock a lot of people had that I talked to with Kingdom Hearts 3 was the last of Final Fantasy characters. And they showed that in the Remind DLC trailer that there are Final Fantasy characters coming back, which is really cool. But Kingdom Hearts 3 was trash. So <laughs> oh. I don't I, I don't really care about a DLC for a game that I don't even know. I still have it. So I have intentions of going back and finishing it. But I did not enjoy my time with it. And I played one and two straight like back to back leading into three. Like I finished Kingdom Hearts 2 three days before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. So I was ready to go. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 started and I was like, I don't like this game at all.
0: So <laughs> Did that hurt your feelings, Armani? It did. The game
1: made me get my own little life size keyblade. I love Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs>
0: but you don't no. even watch the cutscenes.
2: So You're right. like I'm not I'm not hating on the gameplay. I'm just saying the story did not do anything, at least within the first through Frozen World, to really ad- advance the story.
1: That's the where one I'm at thing, right
2: now. The one thing I loved about Kingdom Hearts 2 was it it took these established Disney worlds and expanded on these stories and made these world-building decisions where Kingdom Hearts 3 went right back into, okay, let's just replay the movie but add Donald, Sora and Goofy into it. And that's not fun. Like, I've watched Tangled 50 times. I don't need to replay it with three (laughs) new characters. And one of them is an annoying duck that I just want to punch in the face. So, but yeah, it's cool. More content. Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) We'll see. Next up was Predator Hunting Grounds. Got a release date for April 24th that I was pretty excited about. I'm happy to have a release date for, uh, for Predator Hunting Grounds. I'm looking forward to that.
2: Oh, I love that game. That game's awesome. I can't wait to play it. I can't wait for it to be out in in my console because I just I love the concept of that game. I think it's fun. I think it adds a new level of depth to the four v one style multiplayer because mm-hmm. when you're the soldier, like sometimes the last thing on your mind is the predator because you're trying to complete this objective, hold off these enemies, do all this stuff, and then out of nowhere the predator shows up and it's like, no, thank you. So I'm really excited to to get my hands on that and actually spend more time with the Predator because I've played that game a lot during our different things, but I've never mm-hmm. once really played as the Predator. So that'll be cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. And I'm not normally like, I didn't care for Friday the 13th.
2: Um, i never or, even played
0: that one. Yeah. It was right. that and what was the other one, Dead by Daylight? Like I was like, Meh. but I guess because I love the Predator movies, it's probably why I'm also yeah. more excited about this, so. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of what you saw, Armani? Because we've got to play it, you haven't yet. Oh, yeah,
1: because clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I'm excited for it because I personally was a fan of the Friday the 13th. There were some things that they did need to fix with the game, which I'm hoping that with Predator they've seen that and they've taken from it and they've improved upon it. So I'm excited to see what it has to bring to the table.
0: All right, well, April 24th. Uh, Babylon's Fall, From it's a Square Enix game and it comes out 2021.
2: Biggest thing with that is that is a Platinum game. So I saw so much Platinum in that trailer that they showed, like with the grabbing the swords by chains and hitting people with it and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'll be fun. Platinum makes good stuff, especially when they team up with Square. Every time they've teamed up with Square, it's turned out well, minus that uh, Dragon RPG, but we don't talk about that one. Well, (sighs) I guess that was with Capcom anyway, so that's not actually Square's fault. So yeah, I mean, Nier was great. I have no doubt Babylon will be fantastic. I just wish it wasn't, two years away
0: yeah yeah 2021 um so we m- will probably see it at e3 um okay.
2: so probably next gen as well so and that's
0: what i was about to say next gen exclusive <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it, it didn't i don't think it i mean we don't know if
2: it's all they, they said was more information coming summer which means probably e3 for them which means
0: well, who the knows thing um, now let's get to what we actually gave a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> what we were waiting for. The whole time. Um, so they, they started to, you talking about Project Resistance and my literal response was like, okay, cut the bullshit, stop giving us a fake name and just give us Resident Evil 3. And then it went into Resident Evil 3. So as soon as I saw those boots, like I was like, I know Jill's boots. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm friggin' excited for that.
1: Very excited. I'd say Resident Evil 3 was one of the first games that actually got me into gaming, and then I actually like sat there and
2: followed the storyline. <laughs> you
0: were like a toddler watching me play it.
2: <laughs> Nicole, why are you letting your kids play M-rated video games? yeah come on now.
0: <laughs> What's crazy is like at that time, um, and like then when the Resident Evil movies came out, she could she watched all the Resident Evil movies when she was little, but got scared at Monsters Inc. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. I'm like okay, cool. It, it looks pretty damn good. I, I was hoping they were gonna have we we're gonna get to hear the stars, but from Nemesis, but we didn't. So I was like, I guess I guess I can wait till <laughs> E3 for that too. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing that's probably when we'll probably see more about that.
2: I think my favorite thing about the announcement is they didn't even phrase it as Resident Evil 3. They were just like, hey, here's Resident Evil Resistance. Now let's look at the single player campaign element. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like oh wait this is totally resident evil 3 remake which if it didn't leak i probably would have been way more excited yeah but i assumed it was coming so i was like okay let's get to this point please like i want to see this trailer um because two remake is i mean it's a game of the year candidate for a reason it was well well done i have no doubt this game's going to be well done i like claire or i like uh jill, jill. more than leon so oh I just want my I want my own all, all female Resident Evil game. I just want like Jill, Ada, and like Claire to team up and just wreck shop. And I can't I haven't played Resident Evil Five in a long time, so I don't remember her name, but I liked her a lot too. She was great. So just give me that game, and then I'm in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was definitely bought into to Jill's uh, what was going on with Jill in Resident Evil Three. So um, and I honestly I don't really remember playing two the original two. Before, like, so it was like three. I think for me was really where I started like that commitment, and with Resident Evil was, was three for me anyway. So I just have more of a connection with that game. And then Resident just Evil... that...
2: oh, Continue. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Resident Evil Two was like the first horror game I played, so like for me RE Two was was perfect. I loved it. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this one just because I never really actually played three because I was onto Japanese role playing games by the time that had come around. And you know when, when you're released. 99 No, the first one was ninety eight. So yeah, ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. I don't know. In that ninety, in that late nineties, early two thousands range. There you go. That's when <laughs> Resident Evil three came out. But I don't Definitely have time for that back talk. then. We only had so much time to spend money on get ga- or so much money to spend on games, and you know, twenty hour horror experiences weren't the same as Final Fantasy nine. You know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah, true. It came out in
2: 1999, so Money you, go. one. See, God, I was 11.
0: <laughs> Where were you playing mature-rated titles?
2: Uh, my friends' houses. <laughs> and like I said, I wasn't playing Resident Evil Three. I was playing uh like Final Fantasy IX at that point.
3: Okay. But yeah,
2: yeah. no, I abused my friends' lack of parental guidance to play mature-rated <laughs> video games. No offense to any of my friends. <laughs>
0: And state of the play, state of play, state of the play, uh, state of play closed out with a teaser for Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, and they said we'll get more of the trailer or the rest of that trailer at the Game Awards in two days. So
2: not
1: surprised. I, perso- I would say I yeah. personally haven't been, haven't seen too much about it enough to be surprised. Just They've the-
2: honestly been really quiet with that game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, really? <laughs>
1: At first, I thought it was another Ominoushi Warlords. Like, I thought
0: they were about to make another one. When they showed that first, very first teaser trailer for it, like, a year ago, that's what I thought it was. Um, And I was really hyped. (laughs) But I will take any samurai game that's actually set in, like, feudal Japan with Japanese lead characters. Like, that's just what I want. So, it looks amazing. But, I mean, everything looks amazing. But this is, this is the only game that I will talk about the visuals of at this point. Because, to me, it's 2019. Everything looks amazing. So, that's not a selling point anymore for video games. But, like, Ghost substance, substance looks fucking amazing.
2: Those, and it's a PS4 game, as of now. Those fields and, yes. like, oh, God.
0: The leaves my, and shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, in my thing with Ghost is, like, the setting and subject matter are super cool, and I'm into that. I just trust Mm -hmm. that developer so much that I have no doubt that game is going to be great. Like, I mean, from Sly Cooper through Infamous, like everything they've made, I've loved. So I have no doubt this game is going to be fun. I think Traversal is going to be super cool. I mean, I love grinding on Power Lines and Rail Tracks and Infamous. So if they can give me something similar to that, but ground it in this feudal Japan society, I think it's going to be a great game. So I, I love it. I'm ready for game awards. I assumed we were gonna get a trailer game award, so I'm super excited that's been confirmed and I'm I'm ready to go with that one. Okay. Any other thoughts on the state of play? I mean,
0: it's always nice to get updates, but <laughs> Okay, so we've watched all I guess all of the state of plays this year. Armani you probably have not. So Nathan, where would you rank this on state of plays for this year? Uh I mean last.
2: But <laughs> not just i like i said i think if the resident <laughs> evil 3 announcement hadn't leaked like if we didn't know that was coming i feel like that would have hit way 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 harder cuz like i remember e3 2018 when they showed re2 remake and we were like holy crap like this looks awesome like heck yeah, yeah. i would have liked to have that moment with re3 remake um <laughs> i mean other than that i feel like there was a lot of cool stuff they showed but i didn't Feel like it warranted twenty minutes, especially like I don't think we needed the Ghost of Shishima tease when we knew Game Awards was probably going to have it anyway. um And that just was like I said, my assumption. I was just like, well, I mean, we're going to have something at Game Awards, probably Ghost of Shishima. So because I don't think Last of Us Two is going to get too much more airtime mm-hmm. at this point. Probably so there. which the Last of Us people are real upset about that. You guys want pure comedy? Join the Last of Us community Facebook group. It is. Ah. <laughs> I won't. Hulk, because... It is it is a fun <laughs> thing to pay attention to, that's for sure.
0: Because I've gotten to the point where it's like sometimes I'll see people saying like just absolutely ridiculous things about PlayStation, and I'll like start to type something and then I'm
2: like delete. I
0: don't yeah. want to
2: be fired. <laughs> like... it's, not, it's, it's not our job, right? Yeah. It's not our job. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so so yeah. I mean no. it was a good set of play. Untitled Goose Game is dope. I'm glad that's coming. Um, I always love more VR support. The more VR support, the better. Uh, Predator getting a release date makes me happy. It's a week after my birthday. I'll probably play the hell out of that. But overall, I mean, it was nice to know. Like, honestly, the cool thing for me was the 25th anniversary message from the, fa- the father of PlayStation. Yeah. That was- um, like, that was kind of cool because it made me think about my PlayStation history and, like, bring back some old memories. And I was like, all right. Like, yeah, PlayStation means a lot. And I was alive. You were alive as well during that time where it was supposed to be the Nintendo yeah. PlayStation. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, so man, c- seeing where where the company has come from—from from we were going to be an attachment to Nintendo to now we have the two best-selling consoles of all time—it's pretty dang cool. I like it. And it's like twenty. To, it's like twenty-five years. It's like shit. Like
0: that time has gone by. I feel like so yeah.
2: quickly. Oh yeah. I remember getting my PS One in '96. that was 23 years ago now. So,
0: you know, I realized like there are times when I'm like thinking, oh, I was playing this on PS2. But no, that was the original PlayStation that you had to leave on because you didn't have a memory card. because Your mom wasn't going to buy you a memory card on top of what she spent on that damn game. Um, So it's like and back when you could like burn games, hate to say this, but like when people were burning games and you could like prop it open and like put that, that disc
2: in there. Like I think my favorite my game about the PS1 was you could put the the games in like a Walkman, like a no. Discman, I sorry Discman,
3: mm.
1: and
2: it would play just the soundtrack for you.
3: Oh, wow.
1: So like
2: I had Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 on PS1, I could just put the disc into my CD player and then I had the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 soundtrack.
0: Talk about a list of games that Armani's waiting to get uh, a sequel for.
1: No, I'm waiting for Skate 4. Oh, so you're okay okay now? But yeah, Skate 4.
2: (laughs) Oh, trust me. I want Skate 4, too. I do. I want Skate 4 real bad. All right.
0: Well, we are going to take a very brief commercial break, and then we will be back to discuss the Game Awards. This week's episode of the House of Blurreds podcast has been brought to you by us. Yes, it's brought to you by us. So if you would like to help us sustain this podcast and grow this podcast, here's a few great ways you can do so. You could share the link to our
1: podcast on your social medias. Let it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even MySpace if you're feeling
0: nostalgic. Yeah, use the hashtag BlurredPod. That's our hashtag. You can join in the conversations that we're having. Let us know what you think about the things that we're talking about. On Twitter, you can use the hashtag pod in. That's a now listening hashtag. Those other people know what you're listening to as well. It's a great way to find other podcasts by creators of color. If you want to step it up a little bit and you want to help us out financially, you can check out our Patreon located at patreon.com forward slash house of blurs. We keep it simple there. You can donate as little as a dollar a month up to even more whatever you're so inclined to do. Um, there's some great giveaways on there depending on the different tier levels. Definitely check it out.
1: Or if you're not too big on commitment, you can visit our PayPal at House of Blurreds and you can just hit us with a one-time donation because anything counts.
0: Yes, every dollar counts. Any notes that are left with those donations being on Patreon or on PayPal will be read out on the show. So we'll definitely give you a shout out because we greatly appreciate it. Again, thanks for listening. Now back to the show. All right, and we are back. So now, My bad. Uh, we are going to jump into our Game Awards discussion. So, the Game Awards, which is can be streamed wherever you stream stuff. Uh, Twitch is doing simul streams of it. It airs on the 12th, so two days from now. So, two days from this recording. Um, this podcast should be out this evening or tomorrow for sure. But we're going to get it out ahead of the award show. And then, hey, that gives us a whole other episode and then come back and talk about what happened at the game awards so all right let's let's go ahead and get into it so first up what's the first category
1: so first we got our vr and our ar games which we have asgard's wrath blood and truth beat saber no man's sky and trover saves the universe i personally gave beat saber my vote
2: for vr game okay nathan what was your pick i think beat saber is the right choice because <laughs> it's the most accessible game for all of these games My favorite, though, is like a tie between Blood and Truth and Trover, because both those games were an absolute riot. In midsummer where we needed something to play, those both were huge step-ups for me. I loved them both. So I'm going to give it to Beat Saber, just because I played more of that than any of these games. But Blood and Truth and Trover get my runner-up tied. Okay. So, Yeah.
0: So I think last year Beat Saber won Best VR Game. So I was kind of perplexed as to why the hell it's nominated again. Although it's my choice as well. But when I look back on what won last year, it won last year too. So that's kind of crazy. And I get that it's had expansions because I've bought the expansion packs. But I feel like then it should have fell into Continuing Game. Because there's an actual category for games that are just, ongoing games. Um, but I'm with you. Beat Saber. I played way more pizza. But Blood and Truth actually made me a little nauseous. Oh,
1: yeah, I was gonna say God. I didn't, I couldn't get that far into it.
0: Yeah, I was enjoying what I was playing of it, but it got to a point where I think it was after the uh, spoiler alert um, vehicle chase when you were in the the jeep.
2: It's like the beginning of the game. The yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's that, that did it for me.
2: <laughs> so Blood and Truth showed up on my doorstep, and I put it in, waited for the download, put the headset on. And then six hours later, I was rolling credits. And I did not realize I had been in the headset for six hours. I love that game. Blood and Truth is awesome. It, like, when you catch a grenade in midair and throw it back at someone's face, that is so much fun. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just, okay. like, Garrett cold the dude in the face with a freaking grenade launcher. That was awesome. I loved it. So, I mean, Love and Truth was an awesome game for me. It was a fun experience. And Trover is, hands down, the funniest video game I've ever played.
0: I do want to play Trover. I have not played it yet. Um, but I do want to play that. Also, I mean, I do have No Man's Sky. Was the VR edition free or did you have to pay for the VR add-on?
2: If you bought the game when it came out, everything that has come out is free.
0: Okay, so then, yeah. Um, just need to... I haven't tried that in view. I mean, I actually liked No Man's Sky. So I kinda wanna check out the VR. But yeah, I, I mean beat Saber's a thing in this house, so we do a lot of beat saber.
1: Competitive beat saber. Competitive
0: right? beat saber, yes. alright what's right, <laughs>
1: Next up we got strategy games. So we have Age of Wonders, Ammo eighteen hundred, fire emblem, total war, Tropicola, and I believe this Tropico, is not Tropico, not Tropicola. <laughs> Tropicola. <laughs> <laughs> Tropical and War Groove. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame when you can't even read your own handwriting. Mm-hmm. It's all slurred together. Yeah, War Groove. And I gave the Fire Emblem because that's the only game I know off that list. And uh what's his name? Ike is my my number one in Smash Bros. So I got to give it to him.
0: Okay. Um, I didn't play any of these games.
2: You want to reread those strategy games to me?
0: it was age of wonders planetfall anno 1800 fire emblem 3 houses total war 3 kingdoms tropico 6 and wargroove
2: yeah pretty sure i probably gave fire emblem as well i couldn't <laughs> find my notes on that one but yeah it's i mean the fact is is the one thing i've heard from the nintendo fans is fire emblem isn't getting any goatee tread which i agree with like fire emblem is great games they're fun they're just not for everyone but they do a really good job of putting strategy and storytelling combined into one beautiful meld like every fire emblem play game i have played i have enjoyed but i've never finished one so yeah (laughs) i'm gonna say fire emblem i think was that one for me too i just can't find my note i think my paper disappeared
1: (laughs) (laughs) one bad page all right, what's the next? All right, we got sports and racing games. So we got Crash Team Racing, Dirt Reality 2.0, Dirt Rally, child. Dirt Rally. Now I, you know, I didn't write the full names for these games because I was like, you know, like Modern Warfare. We know what comes after Modern Warfare. You know, anyone listening to the podcast should know what games we're talking about when we're talking about it. So we got Crash Team Racing, Dirt Rally, Dirt Rally, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer, Pez. F1
0: 2019 in FIFA 20.
1: I was I, was, I had it written down, <laughs> and I gave my vote to Crash Team Racing. Really? Yeah, I did. I would have gave it to FIFA, but I feel like Crash Team Racing is the first, like, family racing game outside of Mario that's come out in a long time that, like, little kids could also enjoy as well, so I thought that was pretty cool. Nate, what was
2: your vote? Uh, I have a ride-in on this category. <laughs> you
0: oh. <laughs> Was there a ride-in option?
2: There was for me. Uh, (laughs) No, I, Madden. Like, why does Madden keep getting left off of sports games every year? Uh, Madden 2020 is great. Madden 2020 is going to be probably my most played game of 2019. Uh, The fact that they just ignore the fact that American football exists really upsets me. Um, Um, Like, the Madden team tries. They put a lot of effort in to make the game better every year. And I get it. It's EA, so everyone puts, you know, they they shit on it they they make it feel bad because it's madden but madden has over the last four years evolved greatly and i want to give some credit to madden so madden is my game of the year um but (laughs) even though that doesn't matter because it's not on the list of the games on the list i'm going to give it to crash team racing because it's hella fun and i love me some ctr so uh yeah that is, uh, but I'm gonna argue Madden all day, every day, because Madden is great. I played Madden all this morning before Call of Duty because I have to. I ran into a bye week situation, um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, outside of Madden, the only one of these games that I actually played a significant amount of was CTR, and I love FIFA. I'm a big FIFA guy, but FIFA this year gameplay is good. It's I would take Madden over FIFA, so yeah. But on the list of games, I'm going to give it to Crash Team Racing. Sorry, I got sidetracked.
0: No, no, that's perfect. Um, I also did CTR. That was also my vote. So I was right there with y'all. It was a lot of fun. It's co-op. It's something different um, than what we've gotten, like, the last couple of years, too. Um, and I'm just – I'm not a soccer fan. I I think FIFA is a great game, but uh, I'm not – it's not my cup of tea necessarily. And honestly – Nate, I would probably agree with you that this year's Madden was a lot better than previous years, significantly so. Um, so it was this year's 2K. So I'm also kind of surprised that that's not on there either.
1: Did the show I come could, out this year?
0: The show, the come show out did out
2: come out this year. <laughs> I
1: already gave it to the show.
2: <laughs> also, yeah, that would be my number two. If we were going, like, real sports games, like, the show is, I love this show. I play the show every year do my my player. I've had the same my player since like 20 whenever they let you carry it over. I've had the same character since. It's fun. I love it. And I mean, that's going multi-platform now in the next 2 years, which is huge. Yes. That's a big deal. I saw that and I was just like, "Wow. Okay." Oh, you know, I mean, people deserve a good baseball game and I've always felt bad for the Xbox and Nintendo people because I didn't get a good baseball game. So, you know, good for them. That's awesome. Uh but yeah, I mean, FIFA was good, but I It just felt the
1: same as last year's FIFA to me.
2: It's a little tighter. Everything just it's 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 incremental improvements, which as a Madden fan, as someone who's been playing Madden since like 1998, like the the incremental improvements mean a lot to us. But to the average fan, they mean nothing. They don't notice them. They're like, okay, it's the same game I played. Uh Um, And MLB has a similar problem where they just we did smaller improvements. And those of us that play it thirty to forty hours a year understand that, but the rest of us do not. So, yeah, I I mean I don't know why MLB wasn't on this list either. That's this the sports and racing games category has always killed me, and thank God there was an a Forza game this year because they would have won it because they always do. So, I mean let's let's pull for some CTR whatever, but. I don't know why they combine sports and racing. I've never understood that. Those are two completely different genre of games, and each one of them gets their full lineup of games every year. So they should yeah. be able to separate those categories.
0: Right. Yeah, there were there was what five options in this category. So there's yeah. five racing
2: games and there's five sports games out. They could have that really they should easily separated. split those. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying on that one. Because I like Dirt Rally 2.0. I thought Dirt Rally 2.0 was fun, but. uh <laughs> Madden is. I love Madden. I love my Madden, so gonna stick with that one, even though it's not on the list.
0: <laughs> Next up, score and music for outstanding music: uh, Cadence of Hyrule, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry Five, Kingdom Hearts Three, Sayonara, Wild Hearts. Armani, what'd you vote for? I voted for Death Stranding.
1: I think, yeah, no, because that first scene, like the beginning of the game going in and playing, and when the music first starts, when you're going on that first journey, I was like, wow. And it's not like it's just, it's not just video game music, you could say. Like, it's not, you know, just beats, but it's legitimate music that I'm like, hey, I would go download that on my phone. So that's why Death Stranding got my vote. Nate, what'd you vote for?
2: Um, so, Death Stranding uses licensed music better than any game I've ever played. Uh That uh, Church's song, Mm -hmm. He's like my number one right now on Spotify. I love that jam. So, Jeff Stranding gets my win overall just because the way they use it. But it is mostly licensed music. Mostly music developed outside the game, for the game, whatever. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule is cool because it's fun remixes of Zelda songs. But if I had to pick original music, I would go Sayonara Wild Hearts. Because Sayonara was such a fun experience. And the music in that game is so cool. So, Yes, I think Death Stranding uses the music the best, but I think the best original score, because we don't have a category for that, goes to Sayonara Wild Hearts. So, there you go.
0: Okay, so I would agree with you to half of that. So, I definitely agree with your Death Stranding stance. Um, that is where my vote ended up ended up going, and it was a struggle for me, because had Death Stranded not existed, my vote would have went for Devil May Cry 5, because that soundtrack is pretty friggin' amazing too. And like they premiered some of the songs or they played some of the songs last, uh, game awards. They okay. performed them live, which I was kind of surprised. Like, wait a minute. Did it come out? I had to think for a minute, like when the hell the game came out. Um, yeah, it was so long ago. Like that's, and that is where just like with movie awards, video game, or just award shows period, it always suffers because you, you get those games that come out the first part of the year. And by the time you get to December and award shows are that late, it's just like, wait a minute, what the hell else came out? Like so much came out. Um, but I voted for Death Stranding. I think Death Stranding will win. But my very close second was Devil May Cry 5, for sure. Fair enough. Fair
2: enough. <laughs> Alright,
0: role-playing game. Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy 14,
2: 14,
0: Kingdom Hearts 3, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and The Outer Worlds. I give mine Kingdom
1: Hearts. I already explained that earlier why, because Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is the only one I played, and it made me love Kingdom Hearts. Nate?
2: So, uh, all I know is I wrote Kingdom Hearts 3 last. Um, (laughs) And I didn't even play Disco Elysium, so uh, that tells you how I feel about Kingdom Hearts 3. But um, honestly, for me, based on the games I've played on this list, I'm going to give it to Outer Worlds, uh, mostly because Outer Worlds is like the spiritual successor to Fallout New Vegas. It feels Mm -hmm. like Fallout New Vegas, but it also has these mass effect relationship elements that i really enjoy about it um and so outer worlds i think is going to be my number one on this rpg list because one obsidian deserves it they make really 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 good video games
3: mm-hmm. and this is the
2: first time in a long time they've got a chance to make their just own game because the last few things they've done were like Knights the republic 2 fallout new vegas star or south park stick of truth which was a South Park. So th- this is like their own IP, and they did a really, really good job with it, even though the gunplay is trash. But overall, <laughs> I love the game, and so I'm going to give this one to Outer Worlds. Also, I subscribe to Final Fantasy XIV every month, so that's my runner-up. So there you go. So I voted for Outer Worlds as well, because I'm all about Fallout in space, and
0: Fallout New Vegas was one of the best Fallout games.
2: It is um, the best Fallout game. I, <laughs> I mean Fallout
0: 4, but <laughs> um, Fallout
2: 4. Okay, never mind. We're not going to go on this tangent.
0: <laughs> I mean, but that—that's like saying Oblivion versus Skyrim.
2: Oblivion's better than the Skyrim. I agree. Oblivion is better. Than
0: Skyrim. You guys didn't like Nuclear winner
2: What?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We—it's sh- <laughs> too real. It's too real. <laughs>
0: No one liked Fallout 76? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the game
0: that shall not be named. But my runner-up, and I, like, now want to buy it and play the full, play all of it, Disco Elysium. Looks, I mean, it's it's a pretty cool game. It's a, like, a Dungeons and Dragons-esque video game. But it looks like, um, there's a mobile game called, like, Zombie Survival or something like that. That's a really cool looking like mobile game this game looks like that so i'm excited for when this hits playstation next year because it's slated to hit xbox and playstation in 2020 right now it's only on windows um i'm damn sure gonna buy it and play it when it when it hits console
2: i'm with you i didn't realize it was not on playstation consoles yet or mobile or other i guess i don't play mobile games but i didn't <laughs> realize it wasn't on consoles yet so that, that's actually, like, because what I saw of Disco Elysium, it looked really cool. And that's why, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I had that at like, number three. Because I know what Monster Hunter is, and I know what Kingdom Hearts is. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for that, too. That sounds cool. I'm into that. Okay, next up
0: is performance. Best performance. This is a controversial category. Ashley Birch for Outer Worlds. Courtney Hope for Control. Laura Bailey, Gears 5. Mads Mickelson, Death Stranding. Matthew Porta for Control. And Norman Reedus for Death Stranding. Armani. Norman
1: Reedus. <laughs> I had to go with Norman Reedus. I, again, I don't watch. Um,
0: you don't watch cutscenes. I don't Have watch. you played chapter scenes? four of Death
2: Stranding? Nope. I'm not going to waste spoilers <laughs> but you ain't played chapter four. I haven't. <laughs> Bro, you're not watching cutscenes.
0: just killing me. Yo, and the fact that. How do you, you like, you can't not do the cutscenes in Death Rating. It's literally the game. Like it's, <laughs> It doesn't make sense if you don't watch the cutscenes. I just don't have the patience. When I play a
1: game, I'm like, I want to be playing the game. I don't want to watch a movie. So.
2: That's fair.
0: But it's such a deep, rich story. If
1: I need the story, I'll Wikipedia
0: it. That's it. That's what I do. But you can't read the emails that you get. Well, I you mean, can. that's not cutscenes, but... Oh. Ugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wiki pages are very in-depth nowadays Nate what's your choice who was your choice uh
2: I gave my number one to Laura Bailey for uh Gears 5 um I love her she's great she crushed it um Kate was my favorite character in Gears 4 and the only reason why I stuck through that game and the fact that Gears 5 was about her I was all on board uh my number two was Courtney for Control uh number three was miss Ashley Birch for uh out a while or out worlds I tied Mads and, Dest- and and uh Norman Reedus because they basically did the same thing and then <laughs> I gave Darling my last place because uh he I just wanted to punch him in the face after that game so uh but yeah no Laura Bailey Gears 5 she killed it she's Kate Diaz is a great character and Laura really pulls that character off, and so she gets my my vote. Also, the only Xbox One game I played all year, so <laughs> there is that. Okay, I gotta give him something.
0: So this one was a write-in for me. Like I was kind of pissed that someone was left off. Um, I voted for Mads Mikkelsen, but who should have been on this list and who should win it is Tommy Earl Jenkins. For his role as Die Hardman in Death Stranding,
2: uh, best name <laughs> in video games for the year, maybe best performance, huh? I don't know, but best name, best name in video games this year, hands down. I'm saying y'all got to get further in the game, and then it will
0: all make sense. But once, once, once you get further in the game, like in the beginning, it's like okay, and he he doesn't. But once you get past about chapter five, six, seven, seven, eight. It kind of speeds up, and the characters outside of Norman Reese's character really get developed really quickly. So, like, literally, like, whole storylines play out um, pretty fast, and his performance is just absolutely amazing. I just want to see him in more movies, quite frankly, based off of his acting.
2: I've heard that from a few people that he's really good, so... But still, Die Hard Man is the best video game name of all time. It really is. <laughs> I would agree,
0: so... Ongoing game, we have Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Rainbow Six Siege. I gave
1: it to Final Fantasy because I like the artwork. Personally, I I don't want to say that these other games have been ruined for me because of their community, but Final Fantasy the community. I live with the Destiny community.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fair I'm Destiny enough. all the way, so my vote was <laughs> definitely Destiny. I'm telling you that right now.
0: I live with Destiny then damn.
2: <laughs> I live with that community too. I played D2 D2 all day, every day. Like, yes. so destiny gets my vote, hands down.
0: Same. Destiny 2 for sure. Um, I'm I'll be sick if Fortnite wins. <laughs> I feel well,
2: like I've never both- played Fortnite. I played one round, it sucked. I was like, I'm <sighs> done with this. It's not even like there's like six better battle royale games than Fortnite.
0: There is PUBG Fortnite
2: story. appeals to a twelve-year-old, so that's why it works.
3: But
0: <laughs> I know some. We know some non-twelve-year-olds that play that game. I cannot with that Fortnite nonsense. <laughs> okay, so best narrative for outstanding storytelling in a game: A Plague Tale, Innocence, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, and the Outer Worlds. Hermione, what you got? I did a Plague
1: Tale Innocence because um, usually. Even when I watch games, it'll take me... Because usually I'll watch YouTube streamers play the game. So it'll take me two or three videos to actually get into it. But from the very beginning, A Plague's Tale had me just engulfed in the story. And it was a beautiful game. So that's why it got me.
0: Nate, what was yours?
2: A Plague's Tale. Should be a Game of the Year candidate. One of my favorite games of the year. It was beautiful. It was fun. Story was awesome. Gameplay was hella cool. Uh, no, it's hands down a Plague Tale. That was the best use of storytelling a video game all year. Um, and I will fight anyone that wants to argue with me because <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is the best use of using video game as a narrative platform that I've seen in a long time. So Plague Tale, hands down.
0: Well, we are across the board all in agreement. A Plague Tale is uh, also my choice for that. It gave me Oblivion. Like, that made me, I've been wanted to see Oblivion redone or just like updated because um, it's kind of hard to play now when you go back and try to play it but I still do sometimes and that just made me really want it now like I want it in 4K um, but I agree it was right from the beginning like it captures you and you're just like holy shit like you're you're tied in, you're, you're invested from the
2: start so. see I got Last of Us vibes real fast I was like okay this is Last of Us set in mm-hmm. France yeah I can see that yeah. yeah, I got I got really Last of Us Five real fast, and I was I was in. So okay. yeah, it's 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 fantastic.
0: Multiplayer game, outstanding online multiplayer gameplay. Apex Legends, Borderlands Three, Modern Warfare, Tetris Ninety Nine, The Division Two. Money. I give it to Modern Warfare, just because Modern Warfare was always my favorite branch of Call of Duty. Now this is for multiplayer for the online aspect. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah,
1: for the yeah. online
2: aspect. Yeah. You still
0: sticking with that? I'm still okay. going to
1: stick with Call of Duty. I'm
2: right. sticking with that, too. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, as someone who, like, my freshman year of college was defined by the original Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Like, we played that. We skipped class. We <laughs> did not do well in school because all we wanted to do was drink 40s and play Call of Duty. So, uh, <laughs> and this game brought that back tenfold i mean like i said before we even hopped on this uh podcast today that's what i was doing was weighing that so uh modern warfare gets my gets my uh vote hands down it's it's fun 2v2 changes it completely 2v2 tournaments are super fun i beat dr disrespect in a 2v2 the other night so props to me um mm-hmm. but yeah mw all day every day and tetris 99 is a real close second though because that's games awesome as well so <laughs>
0: While I am trash at run and gun, I will agree I voted for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, melee, spec Ops really kind of sealed that for me. Uh, and speaking of Call of Duty, so the new update, the chapter, what is it, year one? Season, season one. Season one, one. Yeah.
2: yeah. I didn't realize that it added to the storyline as well. Yes, it adds content Dang. to Spec Ops, which adds to the story.
0: So, yeah, we need to, we need to jump on Spec Ops later. Because um, I can't... Well, you need people to play Spec Ops with so. <laughs> I
2: haven't played Spec Ops yet once. I'm you haven't? No. Nope. All right.
0: Well, <laughs> my very close second was The Division 2. And I almost went with The Division... Like, The Division 2 was really good to me. Like, I absolutely it's, love it. It's just more
2: The Division, though. Like, I don't know. Like, if you have to make me choose between The Division and Destiny, I'm going to take Destiny every day. So...
0: <sighs> I guess because I like that... I like... A good solo strategic shooter that I can play by myself that's not doesn't have to be fast paced, but it's fun with people. Like I like the it's fun
2: with people part. Call of Duty's fun with people too. <laughs> not always. <laughs> now when you actually Well yeah, when breaks. you play with racist ass people, then it's not <laughs> fun, but when you play with people you know, it's hella fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean even 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 when you're still getting (laughs) trashed
2: that's and that's why modern warfare edged it
0: up because this this call of duty online this call of duty period was just done right so it was it was
2: was was supposed to be
0: so mobile game so do we even have a vote for mobile games Did anybody play clash of clans it's not an option so mobile game options call of duty mobile grindstone sayonara wild hearts sky children of delight and what the Golf. Anyone play any of those games? I didn't even uh, go this
2: category. <clears throat> I, I wrote down, shout out to Sayonara, because I do love that game. I played that game. I bought my iPhone 11 for Apple Arcade, and the first game I played was Sayonara Wild Hearts. And I loved every minute of it. Uh, remember, I gave that game music back in then a few categories mm-hmm. ago. So, yeah. yeah, I wrote shout out to Sayonara Wild Hearts. And then I just said, Call of Duty Mobile is fun. Um, They finally got controller support, so that makes that game better. But outside of that, no, I have zero interest in mobile games.
0: (laughs) There's a Madden mobile?
2: Yeah, it's horrible.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I didn't play any of this game, so I don't think I would have done it. Uh, Independent game. Baba is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Worlds, Untitled Goose Game. Outer Worlds or
2: Outer Wilds? Oh, wait. Outer, oh, Wilds. Outer Wilds. Oh, yeah.
0: okay.
1: This is also one that I didn't, um, I didn't vote on because I was trying to do my research and watch
0: these before I actually put input into them. So, by proxy, Untitled Goose Game. Okay, cool. Uh,
1: <laughs> nah, by proxy, Disco Elysium then, because that one seemed interesting. Out of all the games that I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. Nate, what'd you vote
3: for?
2: uh again i did not play any of these but i gave my shout out to outer wilds because i heard really good things about that from a lot of people that i know uh that play a lot of weird ass indie games and they were like outer wilds is a game of the year candidate and a lot of people were upset when it wasn't nominated for game of the year so um i'm gonna give outer wilds my uh my uh, thumbs up there so even though i didn't play it <laughs>
0: My vote was Disco Elysium, um, for the previous mentioned reasons. All right, games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Concrete Genie, Gris, Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. Money. I gave my vote to Life is Strange
1: 2, with Concrete Genie coming in at a close second. Stop talking to me. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Nate,
2: what was your vote? Your bias is showing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, so I gave mine to Concrete Genie, but that's only 100% because I have not played Life is Strange 2 yet Mm -hmm. because I wait for all of the episodes to come out and then I binge them in like a weekend. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that the entirety of Life is Strange 2 is not out yet, I have not played it yet. But I mean, Life is Strange 1 was like my game of the year in 2015. Uh, before the storm is one of my favorite experiences of all time i love life is strange i got hella life is strange collectibles and whatnot those girls make me happy and so i really want to play life is strange too i know it's not max and chloe which really upsets me but i'll get over it um, <laughs> but i hear really good things about it so once once all of those episodes hit i will play through that and i'm sure it'll be up there on that list but Based on what's on the screen and what I have played, I had to give it to Concrete Genie because that game is gorgeous and fun and fantastic, and everyone should honestly play it. But uh, Life is Strange Two is my close second, purely on the fact that it's not completely out yet, and so I have not had a chance to play through it all.
0: Well, if you guys weren't aware, my choice is Concrete Genie.
2: <laughs> I
3: assumed
0: the because like just just for the the games that impact, and I can definitely see Life is Strange being a a close second Um, because like you said those that first one was really good they do a good job with that but Concrete Genie for being such an accessible game to people of different age groups and the message behind it and the way it evolves and the story it tells that is probably going to be the next game that I platinum for sure
2: no I get you with, with Concrete Genie and that's the kind of game when, when I was a kid I would have loved to play that like I would have loved a game like that to exist on PS1. Yeah,
0: yeah and it's 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 uh, like it visually, and again, you know, I don't want to talk game visuals anymore just because everything is visually stunning. Um, but it was such a great art style with that game, and again, just amazing story. So yes, I agree. Everyone should play Concrete Genie.
2: When you complete that first, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know the the big mural you complete at the end of an area. Yes, your when first you time yeah the masterpiece when you complete that first one and you actually really take the time to build it and to make it look good and not like just throw stuff up there because they tell you to Mm -hmm. it it's such a moment and that's what killed me with that game is i spend like 30 minutes painting a wall that i could spend five minutes on
0: and that was another thing which is when we demo it when i talk to people about it it's like this game rewards you for taking your time. I got a yep. pyromanic tro- or pyromancer trophy because I was, like, putting fire everywhere. Like, I put a bunch of fire up, and it was like, oh, well, look at that. And then down to customizing your genies, I got some rabbit trophy based on one of the genies I created.
2: Yeah, um, the, one of the first trophies I got was I put, like, six different attachments on my genie. I made a, a, a monster, but, hey, trophies. That game is an easy platinum, too, honestly, yeah. based on the trophy list. It's not too rough. It, it is
0: and it's, it's again it's an amazing game so for game direction outstanding creative vision and innovation control death stranding resident evil 2 sekiro shadows die twice outer wilds
1: um it was split between death stranding and resident evil 2 for me because death stranding was a new game new um ideas but at the same time i like the additions that they made to resident evil 2 but like, I like the fact that they took the game and they still kept its original its original feel mm-hmm. and they were able to add things without compromising that. So that one was split. I I what'd it. What'd you vote for though. though? Resident
2: Evil Two. <laughs> okay,
0: let's just come on, say it. Say it. <laughs> Nate, what'd you vote for?
2: Uh, there's there's only one uh, in this category. This is the the uh, highlander of video games in this category, and it's Death Stranding. What they do on a level of just pure, like the cutscenes have, ne- I've never seen better directed cutscenes in my entire life. And I've played every Naughty Dog, Dog game that's ever been made. Uh, they do something truly special with the way they just make everything feel cinematic, feel movie like, feel weighty. They add weight to every scene in the game. And so Death Stranding is the only answer to this question for this category. Uh, my number two was. Uh, Resident Evil 2 actually because like Armani said it really does take something that to me as a 10 year old was super special and made it even more special as a 30 year old so that's super cool but yeah Death Stranding hands down
0: I agree Death Stranding there was no there was no wasted space um in that game like there was no the delivering of even the side missions like they they had importance in the game they had reasons like there was like you just said, it was there was weight to everything that you did. Like there was reasoning behind it. There was no just like meaningless stuff to it. It it all led to something else. It all led to building on the story. It's yeah, that hands down, death stranding.
2: Yeah. I don't really don't think there's a question there.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so fresh
0: indie game from Subway. Choices are disco Elysium. Oh, it's a recognizing the studio behind the game.
2: Yeah, this is a studio. Indie studio, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. I wrote not any because I didn't feel like I was entitled to speak on this situation. So
1: So we have House House, Mobius Digital, I believe, Death Toast Entertainment, Nomada Studios, and I believe Zalem? Or Z-A slash U-N? Mm-hmm. Um...
2: No House House made Untitled Goose Game, so Nicole's going to vote there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did you know? I I went with that. Um, And I do agree on the not knowing a whole lot about these studios to to, yeah. to make, like, to really speak too much on it. But to be able to create a game that then transcends and inserts itself into so many other things. So just that quick kind of, like, uh, attraction and appeal to where it was just so catchy That's why I I voted for it. I'm like, they they took such a mundane thing, a little goose running around stealing shit and doing stuff, and, you know, created this, you know,
2: powerhouse.
0: So, I mean, I I thought that was cool.
2: Um, Yeah, I just want to shout out to all these studios because the fact is, you're making indie games. You're making games that a lot of people don't pay attention to, that they don't play. But you are the reason why we still have what we have and you push us forward. So, shout out to everyone. I mean, honestly... The fact that we had to choose a studio that works on, like, a $20,000 budget to make a great video game, it's kind of disappointing. Like, honestly, exactly. I just feel like we should just, like, that's like they're, we don't want to put any of these games up for Goaty. So mm-hmm. we're just going to give them the, uh, this Indie Game Award. So, good for them. Make good yeah. games. Keep doing it. I promise one day when I quit my job, I'll have time to play your games. But <laughs> them, I'm sorry. When
0: you quit your, you mean when you retire?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's that's what I mean. Um, so fighting game, best game designed primarily around head to head combat. Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, Smash Bros Ultimate.
1: All right, so my vote went to Smash Bros Ultimate, but it was a tie between that and Mortal Kombat 11. But with Smash Bros. I've never really been into fighting games, but from day one out the package, I just I fell in love with the game. The whole concept, everything about it. It was great. I have nothing bad to say about Smash Bros. I even like the storyline. Like they that I've never played a fighting game with I don't want to say as intricate of a storyline, but mm-hmm. that story mode was so much fun. Like the little banner thing that you had to go through.
0: I mean, this is based on head to head combat not story oh okay but All right. i would i would challenge you on story with mortal Kombat, but that's not what this category is about so... combat super smash bros okay nate what would you
2: vote for smash bros i mean me and the the wife have many uh nights in bed where we just sit there and play smash bros against each other on our switches it's good times <laughs> um you know the best way to settle an argument is the game of smash bros so <laughs> Uh, And then uh, I had Mortal Kombat at 2 because I've loved that storyline since they rebooted that franchise with MK9, I guess. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
2: And then uh, DOA 6 comes in at 3 because not that I played it. I just know DOA is fun as hell. Um, I love me some Dead or Alive. Yeah. Real pissed Dead or Alive Extreme 3 didn't get a U.S. release because they were worried about sexual content. But, you know, it's not my fault. (laughs) So, and then I didn't play Samurai Showdown, and I heard Jump Force is trash. So, Ooh, that's my jump order. Don't you? I heard it was not good.
0: It was not. So, my vote was for Jump Force. Oh. Um, because I could that be was- in Naruto doing that whole, like, multiplying thing and kick somebody's ass, and I'm not that great at fighting games, but
2: this but one I was good in. So, the game sucks then. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> no, it's got to be Smash, though. Like, Smash is, like, hands down. Yeah, I mean, Smash was going to win. This is. Like, sucks. the the control the experience the accessibility of it to anybody at any level like it's just it is definitely smash for me but i had to give mk that too because i love me some mk i mean got a lot of trouble playing that when i was a kid so gotta give mk the number two
0: that and truthfully up until jump force which i didn't pay for jump force um but uh, Mortal Kombat is probably the only fighting game. Oh, you're game still
2: with GameStop, huh? I
0: was. Oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat is legitimately like the only game that I, fighting game that I would buy.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Until the next Injustice game comes out, in which case that wins every category on this list. Because Injustice is the best fighting game of all time. So uh, I don't fight any... Injustice... You get a shoot people in the face with laser beams as Superman. That shit is fun.
0: Okay, so a category in Justice definitely would not go into. Family game.
2: <laughs> AK- oh, I want you guys to know before we list these out, I wrote this as aka the, the Nintendo category. Because every one of these is a Nintendo game. So just laying them out to begin with.
0: This is totally... I, I, I totally agree with you and I'm glad you said that. Because this is like, since we can't give Nintendo probably game of the year, we just have to give them an award. Because yep. they probably won't make a game that, and there will never, there probably won't be a Nintendo first party title that wins Game of the Year just because everyone else does narrative and like details and adult content so well. <laughs> Let's just give them family game. Let's just give them <laughs> a whole category yep. to themselves.
2: <laughs> every so, single one of these games is a Switch exclusive. Like every one of them. <laughs> so we got
0: Luigi's Mansion Three, Ring Fit Adventure, which that shit just came out. Um, Super Mario Maker Two. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Yoshi's Crafted World. I do have a favorite in this category, though. So, Armani, what your choice? I, of course. Oh, Smash game Bros. Have, yeah. Smash
2: Bros. <laughs> Nate, what was your choice? Smash Bros.
0: I voted for Yoshi's Crafted World. I loved that game.
2: That was my number three.
0: <laughs> it was so much better than Mario Odyssey. No, no, <laughs> that's strong words. They look crazy. Odyssey was trash. Let's just, um, uh, unpopular opinion. Mario, Wait, Odyssey what was trash. now you thought Mario Odyssey? I was I did trash. not like it. I was all for the little cappy thing at the beginning, and then I was like, this is cool, and then it became not cool, and I was like, I don't play this game no more.
2: Mario the Odyssey World was so much better. Mario game they have made in the last 20 years, so I'm, I have. I'm only. sorry, <laughs> you're wrong. <I> agree. <laughs> You're wrong. It's okay to be wrong, but <laughs> damn, seriously I didn't like it. Nope, not at all. I like people to say Sunshine is bad. Sunshine is amazing. <laughs> like Sunshine's a bad game. God damn, Odyssey was great. Odyssey was awesome. I mean, and you're I... one of the console launch too. Like, let's give them some credit. They launched with Zelda and Mario. Come on now. What else would Nintendo launch with? Uh, Wii Sports, and uh, what was the one they launched the Wii U with? uh, The theme park game that was really bad? Nintendo Land? Like, come on. (laughs) At
0: least they tried this time. It will never, nothing will ever be like that again, Uh,
2: because I
0: don't think, I don't want to say... Yoshi's
2: great, though. I don't want to shit on Yoshi, because Yoshi is really good. It's a fun game.
0: But it is, and the fact that you can awesome. go back and play levels and like get different, like replay them backwards and they're like the depth and the dimension. I like Joshi's Crafted World. Nice.
2: You can, you realize there is depth and replayability to Mario Odyssey levels too, as well, right?
0: Uh, depth, maybe. I didn't want to replay it.
2: So. I, I rolled you like so hard. <laughs> All right, let's move on before I kill Nicole. <laughs> All
0: right, so <laughs> esports team, none of us care, right? Yeah, yep, no, nope. I didn't do any of the esports stuff. All right, esports player don't actually. You know what? Wait, who was nominated for esports player? I don't think. Yeah, my only only way I would have cared about this is if um Star Fox or what's what his name? It's no. something he Fox. Yeah. So, yeah, Sonic he won last Fox, year. Sonic Fox. Yeah, Sonic. You're right. So he wasn't nominated this year, so I don't care. Um, esports host don't care.
2: <laughs> my thing I want to do to say about esports is I respect those people and I respect what they do. And I appreciate yeah. them and what they bring to the, uh, like, overall acceptability of gaming, I guess. But I get real bored watching other people play video games real fast. So,
0: you're right. good I for guess. them.
2: Way to make a profit. But I could give a shit less what you do.
0: <laughs> Ditto. Um, so, let's go ahead and skip to... Community? I was trying to debate on whether or not I was going to stop the esports game... Because I think the games we could probably vote on themselves. But I think we would just can all agree we don't like Fortnite. And that's probably gonna win.
2: So I just I saw a community, esports community, Apex, D two, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, the second or whatever, the Siege. Yeah, that's the last thing I have written down. And then I wrote down esports, nobody gives a shit. So <laughs> um yeah.
0: Audio design. I mean, we already voted on music. Do we? Are we voting on audio design? Or do we need to go into depth about audio design?
2: I have a very heavy number one in this category. But
0: oh, what's your, what's your, what is it? What you got?
2: Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Oh. The way, like, the gunplay, the footsteps, the movement. I killed okay. someone the other night because I heard them stepping, and then I saw their shadow, and I just literally was like, you're right here dropped like that that game handles audio as far as movement within a first-person shooter better than any game i've ever played Um, okay so that makes sense i want to give hell a shout out to that for audio like the other ones on the list a lot of this like control death stranding is very music based Mm -hmm. uh gears and sakuro and resident evil are very much kind of combat-focused, audio-based stuff. Resident Evil 2 does a good job of letting you know where footsteps come in and whatever. Resident Evil 2 is my number two, by the way. Uh, But the way Call of Duty Modern Warfare handles just the audio of where enemies are, and if you have a nice pair of headphones and your ability to understand that situation, it literally changes the game for you. So I want to give them a big heads up, because and the guns sound so dang good. Mm -hmm. I love that game. So I'm gonna give them a, a, a an audio nod here.
0: Okay, Hermione, do you have anything to add to? I give mine a Resident Evil too. Okay. Art direction, Control, Death Stranding, Gris, Saturn or Wild Heart, Sekiro, and Zelda: Link's Awakening. I give Death Stranding for the combination
1: of just how beautiful that game was and the sound design and just overall, it was a great project. Nate?
2: I gave it Death Stranding as well uh with Link's Awakening a very close second because I love that game it's my favorite Game Boy game my third favorite Zelda game and I haven't played it yet actually I watched Asher play it
3: Mm -hmm. because
2: I bought her for as a gift after I'm going to be on the couch for two weeks so play the game and Mm -hmm. uh I I love it but I had to give it to Death Stranding because it really is just just like it was game design my number one like it's it's gorgeous It's Kojima at his best, and you cannot deny that.
0: Yeah, he's going to win a lot of awards, for sure. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. Action-adventure game,
2: Borderlands 3, Control, Death
0: Stranding. Oh, where did my stuff just go? My phone keeps doing something janky.
1: It's the Legend of Zelda and Um,
0: First off, I was kind of like, is Death Stranding an action game? I mean, it's, I guess it's an adventure game. Oh, it's action adventure.
2: Okay. It's a strand game, Nicole. It's a strand game. Exactly. They don't, it's have, that, they the they don't have that category yet. <laughs> well, I mean, I voted for Death Stranding. What'd you got, Nate? What'd you vote for? No, Control.
0: Okay. Control
2: was, was oh. fantastic.
0: I give it a Death Stranding. Action game Apex, Astral Chain, Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus. Nate, what'd
2: you vote for? Call of Duty. I'm (laughs) predictable. I had to give him something. I mean, it it was. I just love the way that game feels and looks and plays, and the campaign was awesome. The multiplayer keeps you coming back. I just bought the battle pass today. Got myself a new operator and some other stuff. Like I don't know. It's just it's what I don't like. The battle pass system. Don't get me wrong. I hate that in every game. I think it's Mm -hmm. bullshit to charge people to unlock content. But um, the way the game feels every time I pick it up and run through it, I just, uh, it's got to be Modern Warfare. So, yeah.
1: Hermione? I gave mine Devil May Cry, uh, just
0: because I love the franchise.
2: Oh.
0: I was so happy to see them in this category, um, because I realized once I picked up Death Stranding, and I played it for so dang long, I was just like, damn, my boy Dante ain't gonna get shit. Ugh. I felt so sad, because that would have probably been my like game of the year, up until Death Stranding came out. Like it just was like fuck man like this Devil May Cry was so good so Devil May Cry was my 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 action game choice um for sure and on to the big one game of the year Control Death Stranding Resident Evil 2 Sekiro Smash Bros and Outer Worlds for original content I gave it Death Stranding
1: that was my game of the year I didn't get to play Control so Death Stranding will be my vote
2: Nate Control it's hands down the game of the year. The game was hella fun to play, beautiful, great story. Exploration was a blast. I uh, I can't speak highly enough about Control. And every minute I played of that game, I loved. I I uh, DLC's coming out soon. I can't wait for it. Um, Death Stranding is my close second. But Control is a really, really, really good video game. And I really like it. And I really wish people would play it. But that's how I feel about most Remedy games is they're mm-hmm. really good games. Like, Alan Wake was amazing. I love Max Payne from day one. Mm. Um, you know, they had some hiccups with Quantum Break and, yeah, Quantum Break mostly. But other than that, like, yeah, give me give me uh, Remedy games all day. So Control was my number one.
0: So Death Stranding here got my vote. Um, since you went into some Remedy games, Max Payne, the original one, you know what? Never mind. This, this is going to be just a whole other category. We're going to go on a, on a tangent. So I feel like Death Stranding should win uh, or Death Stranding got my vote for sure. Um, obviously, the controversial title that is not included and they have acknowledged why it wasn't included uh, was Jedi Fallen Order. But evidently, they didn't give early access to any of the people who vote on who gets nominated. So no one like got to play it early. So that's why I didn't get a nomination but a lot of people argued that that should probably be game of the
2: year. That would have been my number two if it was available.
0: Oh, so you're, so Control is better than Control Jedi? Control
2: is my number one. It's been my number one since the t- moment I finished it. Like I I fell in love with that game. I, I love Control, but like Jedi Fallen Order would have been a close second, and it probably would have got my action game vote and my action adventure game vote and my RPG game vote and every <laughs> other vote, it would have given me an option for it. But, uh, yeah, no, for my goatee, control is still my my numero uno. I love that game. Okay. But, yeah, shout out to Fallen Order, because that game is as janky as it is at times. That is <laughs> a damn good video game. So.
0: so, totally not, obviously not a game awards thing. But if you have to choose, what three games would you like to see redone for next gen?
2: Like, remastered?
0: Remastered, yeah. What would you like to see remastered for next gen? If you had to pick three. Three.
2: Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper and uh, Far Cry three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, it's not a bad. It's not a bad. Uh, bad three. I'm pretty sure at least two of those will probably happen, if not one for sure. I mean, Jack and Daxter's like a given. Like they, if that doesn't get redone, so I want
2: I want Armani's though because she's younger than us, so I want to hear her thoughts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Because she's like she didn't really like. Play I guess a whole lot on PS2 and the original PlayStation so hers would I guess would be from the start of the PS3 era um but she like just dipped off for a second so I'll get her input here when she comes back but for me I would have to say Max Payne since you brought that up the original Max Payne that'd be fun that was such a just an epic game to where it was just so good to watch people play it like that was one game you just played like a movie like you just sit there and watch my play it and it was such a good story um, that. Grand Theft Auto Vice City, I'm That's ready to one. be remastered. Yeah, I need some more Tommy Vercetti in my life, and I would probably well,
2: you know, I've been saying I want Mist
0: remastered.
2: Uh, Mist is hella boring. See,
0: not to me, it's that so would be
2: great. Game. <laughs> Play Monkey Island; it's way better. Same concept, just way better executed. I loved Mist. Mist was great. Uh, but actually, that 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 would
0: have been my like. 3.5. Uh, but you know what? No, uh, there was this game. Actually, I just, like, went out of my head. The Getaway. The Getaway
2: should be <laughs> remastered. Did you ever play The Getaway? I did. You know that team was the team that made L.A. Noir?
0: No, I did not know that.
2: Fun facts. I have not played also, L.A. Also, a lot of that team worked on uh, Blood and Truth.
0: That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was Sony London and... Uh, they a lot. some of that team went over to Rockstar Australia to work on uh, um, that stupid game uh, L.A. <laughs> Nor and then a lot of them hung out and they just worked on Blood and Truth and the heist and all that shit like Blood and Truth is like a spiritual successor, successor to the gateway, getaway
0: I think I'm gonna go get me some drama mean and force myself to play it some more you haven't played uh, Blood and Truth? no I told you I, I quit after the first like that chase scene
2: in the jeep, because I was like getting like feeling mm, ah, like woo. That's a one sit downer. That's one of those ones you put the headset on and you just stick with it until it's over because it was a blast.
3: Uh,
2: man, but man, VR man, doesn't <laughs> VR doesn't mess with me at all. You know. Also, <laughs> I want to talk about real quick. Okay. VR VR, uh, complete and utter travesty left on this list is uh, Ghost Giant
3: because um,
2: that game is. Oh, my God. Maybe I have a personal attachment to it, because that was, like, my E3 game a couple Mm -hmm. years back. But, like, I love Ghost Giant. That game is so fun and so pretty and just, like, such a great story. It's like the Concrete Genie of VR games. It's awesome. So I want to give that game a shout-out. I heard some good stuff about Asgard, but it's an Oculus game, and I don't have a computer that runs that. So no offense. (laughs) not trying to upset anyone.
0: Yeah, no. PC game. No. Um, the question was what uh three games would you like to see remastered for next gen? So
1: oh Jack and Daxter. Um I believe She knows what's up. <laughs> uh the precursor like is legacy. Um Honestly that's all I want. I've been asking for that.
2: <laughs> um <laughs> um you have my vote. That's all you need. I, Jack and Daxter was my my number one, too. I just want that back.
1: <laughs> yes, Jack and Daxter. I don't feel like I'm at the age yet where games yeah. I like
0: haven't been remastered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. Well, I think that was a podcast. That was an episode. So we will be back to sit down and chit chat and chop it up about uh, what came out of E3. Um, not E3. Jesus Christ, a little far from that. Um, out of the game. The game, game
2: awards. awards. I was like E3, bro. Come on now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not coming back till next June.
2: So. <laughs> like this
1: was it for the year.
0: Yeah. So until next time, take care of yourselves and be good to each other. Sounds Thank good you. to me.